Voice of Fintech. Welcome to Voice of Fintech. Today we are talking to Thomas. Thomas is the president of SIGTIC, a business angel and an entrepreneur. And we're going to find out more about what SIGTIC can do for you if you're a business angel or if you're a startup, you're raising money. So welcome, uh, Thomas. Hi, welcome. So can you tell us a bit about yourself? How did you get to do what you do? How does one become the president of SIGTIC? So by education, I'm a computer scientist. I have a PhD from ETH Zurich. I've worked in Silicon Valley for Hewlett Packard in the research labs. And I was an early employee of Google in Zurich, where I stayed for seven years. And in 2013, I quit Google and became co-founder of startups. In the meantime, I've co-founded six technology startups. And um, nowadays, I'm mostly an active investor that goes into startups at very early stages. So what is SIGTIC, if you were to explain it to someone who hasn't heard it? I mean, a lot of people in the startup community and the investor community heard it in Switzerland. But uh, if you start from the beginning, what is it all about? So when you invest into a startup, it's much more fun to do it in a group instead of alone. And SIGTIC is the Swiss IST Investor Club, which is a group of angel investors that invest together. It's an association, a non-profit association, mm -hmm. which brings together uh, different types of investors with early stage Swiss technology startups. And within tech, what kind of tech do you focus on? So with tech, we mean it's a product. It can be a software or a hardware product. Mm -hmm. It's highly scalable because once you've basically built it, uh, you can sell it globally at very low cost. And uh, how does it work? If you also explain a little bit about the tickets or the minimum investment, you know, minimum investment sizes from the angels, how does that work? Yeah, so in our club, if you join as an actual investor, you invest at least 20,000 Swiss francs per startup. You mm -hmm. can decide on how many investments you do, and you can also make larger tickets. We have some investors that invest 50,000, 100,000, even 200,000 per deal, but the 20,000 is the minimum. And do you host events? Do people pay membership to get the deal floor? How does that work? So we run matchmaking events where the startups are on stage and they pitch. And in the audience, it's mostly investors. We have about 15 such events all over Switzerland. And two of them are large ones where we have uh, today the Swiss FinTech Investor, just about FinTech. And the others are about anything in tech. Okay. There are several business angel networks in Switzerland, so what is your unique advantage? Why are you better than the others? We're definitely not uh, the first angel club ever. There have been many others all around. Uh, when I was looking for a business angel club to join for myself, I didn't find one which was focused on technology startups mm -hmm. in Switzerland. Those that were around, they did also some technology stuff, but mostly other type of investments like life, life sciences or even very traditional business models. And I was looking for a club which would specifically go into software and hardware startups. And as this did not exist, and all the people around me also were looking for it, we decided to create our own club. Okay. And by now, it's the largest and most active club in Switzerland. We have about 320 members as of today. And we did 42 investments last year. In terms of volume, can you talk about that as well? Uh, we show about uh, more than 100 different startups every year on stage in our events. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, at events, normally around 80 to 150 investors are present. At the big events, up to 300. But in terms of um, Swiss francs invested, that's what I mean. Yes, yeah, so last year, 2018, of the 42 rounds, on average, the round size was 750k. Mm -hmm. So almost a three-quarter of a million. But we had rounds which would go up, up to 2 million per round. 
And why have you decided to organize fintech dedicated investor day? We think that Switzerland has a great potential for fintech. And we wanted to have an event for early stage startups such that they can easily meet up with our investor community. And uh, that's why we started it. And it became larger and larger every year. And now it's the fourth edition and we are full house today. You talked about the events that you organize for the members. Can you paint a bit of a picture? How does that typically work? Because I know that it's not just you know people pitching, but there is more to it. So just to give people a bit of a more flavor of what uh, they can expect when they come to one of your events. At the events that we organize, it's the startups on stage and the investors in the audience. And it's about getting to know the founders, their ideas, and how they want to build a business. And they will then let the investors know how much money they look for and what else they need to be successful. And that's just the very first impression you get from whether you like the founders and their ideas. And after the event, the more interesting part starts, which is finding out how can you engage with them, how can you negotiate the deal, until eventually you will have given them some money and gotten either some shares or some other forms uh, of participation of the company. But also, I've been to some of your events, you have keynote speakers, right? Like maybe uh, lawyers or actually people who give tax advice, uh, at least, you know, high level to the investors, things like that, right? So you have many other corporate and professional partners, I think. Yes. So before pitching events, we normally do training session or we call it an angel talk where somebody tells what they learned or some professional explains like how the tax system works for angels so that our members can educate themselves. It's a form of know-how transfer that we have institutionalized at every event that we do now. And you've been around for a few years. So what are the key milestones uh, for you in the future? Where do you want to get to with SIGTIC? So the goal is to build an even larger community in different places. We have a very large one in Zurich and quite a considerable one in Lausanne. We want to do the same in Geneva and Lugano, such that wherever there are great startups and angels are close to them, they can do it locally. We feel angel investing is a local thing. You give the best value if you know everything at the very beginning. And once they scale up, then they need other type of investors. That's also why we connect now with venture capitalists. We have six of them which uh, co-invest with our angels such that the next funding round gets much easier. Fantastic. So where do interested parties reach you and what kind of people would you like to hear most from? So we have a website, sigtech.ch. Uh, there you can find our investment reports, you can find our events, and you can apply as a startup to pitch or as an investor to become a Sigtech investor. Thank you, Thomas, and good luck to Sigtech. Thanks, welcome. Today we are at Swiss Fintech Investor Day and we're joined by Theo. Theo came all the way from the US to talk about unconventional ventures, to talk about the future technologies and financial services, namely AI, of course, and uh, her outlook on the world. Theo, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about unconventional ventures? Explain the name, first of all. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Unconventional Ventures, the reason why we call it that is because what we want to do and our vision is unconventional. Typically, when you think about a startup space, you think about younger tech developers, if you will, that are from Silicon Valley that are looking at really cool gadgets. But what we're interested in is we're interested in the ones that are forgotten. We call it the forgotten demographics, the people that we don't typically think about, mm -hmm. the older generation, the women, the gig workers, all of those that are not currently being well served by our formal financial services industry. So that's where that came about. Our mission is entirely focused on 
believing that everyone and anyone should have a chance to be successful regardless of where they come from, regardless of their age, their ethnicity, their gender, of course, but also the way they think and their education backgrounds. We think that everyone has a value and something to contribute. And if they do so, we need as a society to give them a chance to try and succeed. All right. So as the name suggests, ventures, do you invest in type of ventures like this or how does that work? We don't directly invest in companies, i.e. we don't really write checks ourselves, but we have an ecosystem of VCs, partners that we work with. Um, and so we do advise startups and we do do the referrals and network with other VCs. Okay. So I alluded to basically your speech earlier, which was about AI and your views on that. So if you just uh, recap the main thoughts from that, and that means what will AI do to financial services in your view? I think real, real quick and real easy, the way I look at AI is not so much so about killer robots. It's not about, you know, AI overlords taking over the world. Um, when I think about AI, I think of augmented human skills. I think of possibilities and potentials for us to rethink how we service our demographics and to rethink how we create new customer values and new ways of serving people. Right. So we think about using technology to do, you know, solutions for different generations, multi-generation, linking them together to rethink how we think about our financial future and the security and to use that as a way to extend services to people. Right. That we don't typically think about a lot of the alternative lending using different data scores and, and all those is different ways of delivering services or the unlikely bedfellows between tech companies and fintech or even banks, right? Different ways that we think about producing and offering services to people is, is where I get excited about. Right. And lastly, I just wanted to talk to you about if you were to compare the American or California or Silicon Valley scene and, and what you see in Europe and when you travel around the world, what would be your key message? Because here, you know, people sometimes are a bit envious and they think, look, uh, the founder walked in into a meeting with a VC in, in San Francisco and walked out with 10 million, can't do it in Switzerland. So wh- what do you think we can do here to create unicorns or uh, to grow beyond the, beyond the level of SMEs? Yeah. If that's what we want to do, of course. Right. So I think there's a little bit of uh, Christmas shopping, if you will, going on lately with all the big funding announcement, not just US, right, but also in other parts of Europe as well as Asia. There's a lot of money going around. I think for any ecosystem to be successful, A, you need the talent, B, you need the money, but third, you also need all the enablers, right, within the society to actually train the entrepreneurs, lead them, guide them, and help them scale up. And so, you know, you need all of those elements to succeed. Switzerland has a lot of advantage from a talent perspective, from a money perspective, but it needs a little bit more. Right. Right. And, you know, being able to extend abroad collaboration, I think, would be one key thing that can be done. But also be honest with what you're looking for. Right. You know, there's nothing wrong with staying here or staying in just Europe. And there's nothing wrong with extending and looking more. But all of that play into how you plan to set up the company, how you plan to scale it, how you plan to value it. So, you know, just know what you want. And be honest about it. And be honest. Okay, well, thank you, Theo. Thank you so much for having me today. It's a wonderful chat. And now we're joined by Justina, the Chief Product Officer of EQTIC. And we're going to talk about why paper receipts are no longer in fashion and about the solution that Justina and her team came up with to free us of uh, paper receipts. 
Thank you very much. So first of all, Equitic. We are a Swiss startup and the name comes from Electronic Quitung. I'm not Swiss by myself, so I'm not probably the best one to correct someone, but it's Equitic. And well, okay. why we came up with the idea right now, I'm, I have the paper receipt in my hands. We want to get rid of that because we think right now in a digital era, why we still end up with a paper receipt in our hands when we already pay digital. We also made a big researches and we asked over 200 people from Switzerland what they think about receipts. And almost all of them thought we want to have digital receipts because anyway, either we, they end up already in a trash, but sometimes they need them for warranty claims and then they realize, oh, right. we don't have them. So we really see a pain, you know, it's, it's not a detail at all, but it's also regarding environment. 60,000 trees every single year are cut in Switzerland to produce 1.2 billion paper receipts. So it's only during a year and from how many years we have those paper receipts. So we really think that it's, it's the best moment to, to get rid of them. So what's your solution? Is it an app or is it something else? Equitic is uh, on the one hand side, the standalone app. So you really, as a user, can download our app, provide your bank card information, your prepaid or credit card. And then when you pay with the card at one of our partners, merchants, then you get already uh, the, uh, the digital receipt uh, into the Equitic app. On the other side, we are also software as a service provider. So we are going to be integrated in a digital banking, so in e-banking or mobile banking of your bank, then you end up with a digital receipt in your digital banking, or we are also going to be integrated in a digital wallet, Twint. All right. So what is your plan for 2020? 2020 is standalone app, go live. We are right now in a very promising conversations with merchants, and we are really going to start from standalone app and the next step will be the integration into Twint and banks. Great, so I'm looking forward to it because I hate uh, paper receipts and I cannot come up with uh, yet another wallet to fit all of them in. So thank you very much, Justina. Thank you very much.